What up, everybody? It is Dos Cinco de Mayo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, man. You can't do it. You can't do it without the Casamigos. You hear me? You can't do it without the Casamigos. It's showtime, baby. You are now tuned into the Dos Cinco Project. Let's go. It's the Dos Cinco Project. Money pouring in, clientele growing down. With your host, Dos Cinco. Let's go! Okay, so a lot of you might be wondering, who is this guy, right? Why is he on my screen right now, and why am I even watching him? Well, first and foremost, I'm the cousin that you take out to the cookout. I'm the one that's going to have a good time with you and make sure that the party is live. And I'm also the one that's going to tell you straight like it is. You hear me? Now, there's going to be times where you don't want to hear it, but I'm going to let you know how it is and how it's going to go down. And we're going to have some fun along the way, because as we all know, life has its ups and downs. And you got to go through life putting a smile on your face sometimes and getting through it day by day. And I'm your cousin to get you through it. Okay. Now, why did I start the Docinco project? Well, I started the Docinco project primarily, primarily to motivate and give people the ambition to get up off their butt and make some things happen. It's hard sometimes. A lot of times you're stuck in your head, but you got to get up and you got to start making some things happen. Even if you're taking it step by step, right? I like it myself as the Napoleon Hill of this generation. Now, who's Napoleon Hill? Who Who is Napoleon Hill, right? Napoleon Hill was a man that created a book called Think and Grow Rich. And when he created that book, a guy by the name of Andrew Carnegie, who was a big business titan at the time, he said, I want you to interview the most successful, the most high performing people and comprise all of their thoughts and all of their commonalities into a book, right? I look at myself as that person. If you might have seen some of my videos, I had the Docinco Project Season 1 where I've interviewed celebrities such as Danny Swift Garcia, the Cianji Twins, Angel Garcia. I've interviewed entrepreneurs in the barber industry such as Chink the Barber, social media influencers, Q the Boss who has over 600,000 followers, business leaders like David Meltzer, the $100 million man. Overall, I did it all, right? But I, it wasn't always like that for me. It wasn't always like that for me. I was raised in North Philly, y'all. I was raised in North Philly where National Geographic's once entitled my area or labeled my area the drug capital of the tri-state area, my neighborhood. You hear me? And it was tough. It was tough getting up, going to sleep, hearing gunshots, seeing people get shot in front of you, seeing bodies get up. Off. It, it, it was it was crazy. But how was I able to manage through all of that? I had vision. I had vision and I had a lot of imagination to go behind that. You understand? So with all of that, I've had a pretty good career. I've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for education uh, in Philadelphia. I've done events that had Malcolm Jenkins there and so many other people. I've managed so much. I've even bossed up a little bit on social media where I have about 30,000 followers on TikTok, right? How did I amass so much? I don't know. I had one video go viral and then from there, the momentum started building and I just started giving advice online. I'm not no expert. I'm not a counselor. I'm not any of that. I'm just a normal human being that sees things the way I see it. I project it out there and if you agree with me, you agree with me. If you don't, you don't. And guess what? It's all good, baby. As long as we have a community where we can share our opinions, right? But overall, I'm your cousin and you're gonna invite me to the cookout and we're gonna have a good old time, right? But 
Let's jump into a few things because on the podcast, we're going to touch on quite a few things. We're going to touch on business news. I'm going to answer questions from our followers, listeners and so forth. And the episodes that you're going to see moving forward will be me interviewing um, special guests. I actually have a person that I interviewed. His name is Oskino and uh, an Ness and so forth. So you're going to you're going to see some interesting content coming out of this channel. But let's jump into some business news if you don't mind me asking. Let's talk about these gas prices. Let's talk about how these gas prices are higher than Snoop Dogg on 420. Okay? These gas prices are outrageous right now. And according to the news, it states that the price of fuel keeps passing earlier milestones and it's now averaging over 50% higher than last year at $4.59. And I don't know about you, but I'm experiencing some difficulties right now. You see me going to the gas station and guess what? I had a budget to put in $67 at that normal gas rate. I turn around and look at the pump in 0.25 seconds and it's already at $90. I did not plan for that. And I'm pretty sure you got so many other citizens in the United States that are going through the same old stuff. You hear me? So these gas prices is crazy. And not only are the gas prices crazy, but it's really affecting industry. It's affecting the retail market. The trucking companies are getting high, you know, getting hammered by the, the high steel. I mean, the high diesel costs and everything's starting to heighten in price. You go to the retail outlets, you go shopping, grocery shopping and that two hundred dollar budget used to get you 10 bags. Now you probably only got five bags. We getting hammered like crazy right now. Pause. Yeah. But overall, we're going to manage to get through. I mean, if I got to feed my kids uh, two meals less a day, that's just what we got to do. Yeah. If we got to feed them crackers with some Cheez-Its, that's just what we got to do. And to those that actually th take me literally, please don't do so. I'm very sarcastic on this channel. So don't go blaming me because you starving your kids. OK, um, let's get into some positive news, some positive news. Ringling Brothers. Why am I mentioning Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus? It's because I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited because they are coming back September of 2023. But they're coming back with no animals, okay? No animals. Apparently, the animal activists kind of shut them down because they were apparently mistreating animals. And I'm all for the care of animals and the care of living creatures, you know, overall. Because I think we put a lot of emphasis on caring for animals and we put less emphasis on caring for people sometimes. We're quick to report, uh, quick to record people getting beat down, people getting shot. But when it comes and, and everybody just turns a blind eye and keeps on walking through just, just, just as long as they get their likes and their shares. But when it comes to the animals, they willing to shut down corporations, right? I guarantee you, if we put that that same energy towards humans, the world would be a better place. But that's just me. That's just my thoughts. Again, I'm at the cookout, y'all. I'm at the cookout. But the Ringling Brothers is back, and I'm excited because I got two kids. Well, actually, I got three now, you know? I got an 11-year-old, I got a 9-year-old, and I got a 6-year-old. So now I get to take them to the circus to see what the Ringling Brothers is all about so I can share my childhood with them. So I'm excited about that. According to the New York Times, it states, it states, Five years ago, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus packed up their proverbial big top and they were gone for good after a 146 year run, y'all. In the face of slumping sales and a growing public distaste for lions, tigers and elephants, they pretty much packed up and they went. 
But now they back. And they back with a vengeance. So I'm looking forward to September 2023. And Ringling Brothers, I know if, if you come across this video, if y'all down to share and give a brother some tickets, I'm more than welcome to appreciate that offer. Another company that is back and they back with a vengeance is Toys R Us. You hear me? Toys R Us is something that I was really appreciative when I was a kid. That was the store that every two weeks or if it wasn't your birthday, if it wasn't Christmas graduation, it was a special moment when you went to Toys R Us. Toys R Us was nothing but toys, right? It was 30, 40 aisles of nothing but toys, all themed a certain way. You had your Star Wars in one location. You had your video games in another. Man, listen, Toys R Us was popular. And then they shut down. They shut down what? According to my records, they shut down around 2018 and they shut down all of their stores. They were liquidating. They were in debt. It was crazy. They also seen some slumping sales um, sales as well. And I think it was just due to the fact that Amazon, Walmart came in the picture and started taking over, you know, portions of that particular market. I'm going to be honest with you. I take my kids to Target. My, my kids love Target and they love Target for one reason. The two aisles that Target has for toys upsets me all day, every day because they have no clue what they're missing with Toys R Us, where you had an entire store full of toys, but they got two aisles, two aisles on tar in Target where they can pick their toys. And now we go to Target and we're looking through those aisles and now we're looking at what they don't got because they practically got the entire two aisles of toys. They don't understand what that feels like to go to an entire store and actually see nothing but toys. The entire store. They got two aisles and they excited about that. So I'm looking forward to Toys R Us and what they have to offer. Let's go into P.F. Chang. And this is very, this is very interesting. P.F. Chang just hired their 33-year-old CEO. I'm 36, y'all. What have I been doing with my life? Apparently, this 33-year-old is now running one of the largest and most famous restaurant chains across the globe. Even the brand is strong, and they're looking to revamp a few things and change their menu items and revamp their dining rooms and just blow it up and also include some delivery on top of that. Now, apparently, this 20, I mean, 33-year-old CEO, his name is Damola, Damula. I hope I'm not jacking up his name, but apparently he was also a partner at Paulson & Co., and became one of the principal owners um, where they bought it for $700 million. I'm looking at myself and I'm like, what did I do with my life? 36 years old. My man's 33 years old and CEO of P.F. Chang, one of one, one of the retail shops. I mean, one of the restaurants that my kids love to go to. Yeah. And the reason why is because he was probably focused on his books very early on. I was focused on girls very early on. I was focused on being out in the streets early on. I could have been the CEO of P.F. Chang, you know, add a little Puerto Rican food to it, you know, add a little hybrid to it, a little fusion. But no, I was busy chasing girls. And that's the reason why I'm out here trying to chase this dollar now when my man's already came into the money. But overall, moving on, let's look at or better yet, let's go into the next segment of this show. And this is going to be our final segment for the day because I don't want to bore too much of y'all. Remember, I'm your cousin at the cookout. Question from one of our followers. His name is Reese. He's actually a TikTok follower of mine. He's from Rhode Island. He says, yo, dotes, I feel depressed. I'm stagnant in my life. 
I don't know what to do and where to start. I feel extremely lazy and I know I want greater things, but what do I do? Well, first and foremost, that's normal. That's normal, especially when everybody has cell phones now, right? The cell phone is the new TV, right? And it's made it more convenient for you to be lazy or for you to do nothing. And while you lay down and you scrolling, if I'm right or wrong, if you're on TikTok and you're on Instagram, you can scroll and you be scrolling for hours. And sometimes that'll make you lazy and your entire day goes by where the hours just go by and you have done absolutely nothing. What you got to do is you got to take a break from your phone at least for an hour or two. And you got to sit down and you got to write down what you're passionate about. If you're not passionate about anything in life, then you better go find a passion because life sucks when you're not passionate about something. If you don't have a dream to do something. Yeah. So sit down and actually write down those things that you're passionate about and then use that phone not only for your entertainment, but use that phone for your education. You know, your best friend is Google right now. Go on Google and look up those passions and look up if there's jobs attached to it or business attached to that and start to do your research. And once you start to do your research, start to find out how to implement that particular passion into your life to where you can actually turn it into something monetary or you could just turn that passion project into something you enjoy doing every week or every month. Write that stuff down and write it down step by step. There's a proverb, and I don't know who's the author of this particular proverb, but this person said you can't eat a whole elephant uh, elephant at one time. You got to eat it piece by piece. Well, first and foremost, I'm not eating no elephant, but I understand what he's saying. In order to climb, my, uh, uh, climb Mount Everest, you got to take it one step at a time. And like Will Smith said, said before the slap, in order to build a building, you got to do it brick by brick. So what I mean about, about you and what you're planning on doing, you got to do it one step at a time. Write down those small steps and take those actions little by little. And you'd be surprised at the one or two weeks, you'd be surprised how much you've done and the momentum you were able to put behind all of that. And that slowly but surely will take you out of your laziness or take you out of being stagnant. Sometimes you just got to take that first step and take action. And hopefully that'll take you out of that. And the more you do it, y'all, it's, it's about consistency. The more you do it, the more you get better at it, the more you build these habits, and the more it becomes second nature to you. You hear me? It's just all about starting it, completing it, and taking it day by day and taking those tasks one at a time. It's like going to the gym. You go to the gym. You work out for the first day, your body is sore, it's aching because you haven't used those muscles in a while. You probably use them for the first time. But the more you go to the gym and the more you make it a part of your lifestyle, the more, the more better you become and the more it becomes second nature and it becomes a known habit now. It's kind of like waking up and brushing your teeth the first time you wake up for those that are very clean, you know? So it's all about building habits. But anyway, that's all for this episode of the Docinco Project. Please leave your comments, please share, please like, please subscribe, and please click that notification button if you want to hear more from your cousin from the cookout. Yeah? Check me out every Sunday, 8 p.m. We rocking, we rolling, the Dosinko Project. We got planes to catch. We ain't got time for the nonsense.